0: Now, from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Motors 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, best new inventory. Great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee, all at Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Who the Phillies dodged one last night, bottom of the ninth inning. And JT comes through in our play-by-play call of the day. Valdez kicks the pitch,
1: swung on, punched down the right field line. It's got a chance. Santander on the run. He leaps out. He
0: can't get it. It's a base hit. One run is home. Harper's coming around third. They're waving him to the plate. The throw is late. They've won it. Harper slides safely as JT hits one just out of the reach of Santander. And the Phillies come rushing out of the dugout. It's a 3-2 walk-off win. What a great call by Scott Fransky and a great play. You know, you know is gonna score like that. Harper been walked intentionally. I love how Harper plays. You know, wonder why? I think Harper plays hard all that time. The results may not always be there, but Harper always plays hard. Always. And he's had a great second half. Great second half. Here's an interesting one in the uh, in the race to get to the playoffs. The Phillies, they needed that last night after losing 2 nothing to Baltimore. Right now, the Padres have fallen off this thing in the wild card. The Phillies' hope, I think, is actually to get to the to somehow beat Atlanta, and they've got Atlanta next week. But here's an interesting one for you. Name a guy that has stabilized his team as a late-season acquisition that is not eligible for the playoffs. And this is a guy you won't think of, and I'll explain the situation why he is not eligible for the playoffs. Uh, The Red Sox have what, won six in a row so at the moment they'd be in the number one wild card spot with the Yankees and Jays right there Jose Iglesias was picked up by the Red Sox on September 6th Iglesias actually began his career with the Red Sox Cuban defector 2009 one of those that fortunately got out of Cuba and the impressive life there Comes here, he's with the team, and in 2013, the year the Red Sox won it, Iglesias starts the year playing shortstop for them. And is slick, slick, slick. Wow, could he field. But they dealt him for Jake Peavy because they felt they needed pitching, and Peavy helped the Red Sox win the World Series that year. Since then, Iglesias has bumped around the league with the Tigers, with the Reds, with the Orioles at one point, and then the Angels always has had a much better bat than people realize and this year for whatever reason this year his feeling at shortstop for the Angels was no better than okay so the Angels released him and the Red Sox because of COVID issues have had a revolving door at second base put him at second base and Iglesias had not played second base He has stabilized it. He's made some phenomenal plays. He's hitting. But because they signed him September 6th, seven days past the August 31st deadline, he's only playing these four weeks. He cannot play for the Red Sox in the postseason. But I give him credit. If they they do make it, it's still a big if. If they do make it, how he has stabilized the infield playing out a position, what might be a new position for him moving forward, he'll be a big reason why they get there, if they do. Every once in a while, something like that happens. It just turned out, because of the date they signed him, because he was not released by the Angels until early September. They signed him because... The Red Sox who went through all of last season COVID clean have had COVID problems this year. Ain't nobody really sick. All right, but enough, you know, but but they've been out. All right.
1: Chad's in, by the way, uh, Yes, and I have associate producers with me today. Oh, who do you have as associate producers? My kids came in with me today. Hey, all right. One more time, their names. Uh, Claire and Aaron. Claire's 11. Aaron is 8. And uh, due to some scheduling things today, I had to grab them from school and come down here, so they came along.
0: Well, hello, Claire. Are you there? Hello, Claire. Hello. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well, thank you.
0: Oh, that's great. Aaron, how are you today?
1: I'm pretty good.
0: You're pretty good, huh? Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, Now, did you both come in and meet Santa at one point in your life here you at the did. station? I think we- you did, didn't you?
1: We do it every year.
0: That's really cool. Now, do you remember what you asked for last year?
1: Actually, no.
0: Nope. (laughs) You don't remember what you asked for last year? Give me the best thing that you asked for from Santa when you came in that you got and Still Love today.
1: They're thinking...
0: I know, I can tell. I can, I, I can see through the magic screen here, the I steam. Don't,
1: I don't know if they asked Santa for this, but uh, we just added a new family member that they've been asking for for a while. Oh. Tell them what we got. And who's we got, the... We got, we got a, a puppy. dog.
0: Whoa, and what's the dog's name? Cooper. Cooper. Cooper, all right. So, do you know what 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 kind of dog is Cooper? Is Cooper quote a mutt because he's multiple breeds, or is he a purebred dog?
1: He is uh, a mutt. Um, There's, uh, we actually got him over your way, Steve, at Center County Paws uh, two Saturdays ago, and um, we talked to.
0: uh, Hopefully, Chris was there. Was Chris there? Chris Faust.
1: Uh, I don't think so. We dealt with okay. uh, Trying to think of her name now. Allison. Her name was Allison.
0: Allison. Okay. Yeah,
1: and um, we talked. To, we stopped at the pet store there in town, um, and the lady there thinks that he is a black-nosed cur. Black mouth. Cl- yeah, I said nose. Ba- Black mouthed cur, which is a southern okay. dog that they breed for hunting, and he was actually found down in South Carolina. So. Wow. But yeah. How about so.
0: that. Yeah. So so. so so how how cool how cool is Cooper? Pretty cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's been See, uh, he's been fun. He's six months old.
0: Wow, that's really neat.
1: Found out um, that if you want to go to state college and get around pretty easily, go on game day because we were there while everybody was at the stadium.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, probably where I was <laughs> uh, at the time. That's great. It's great to have the two of you here. Thanks. See Thanks. Matt. See Matt. See Matt doesn't think I'm any fun. Do you think I'm fun?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know that that Steve is the voice of the Nittany Lions. What do you think of the Nittany Lions? I like them.
0: There you go. See fans. There we go. Beautiful. All right. See. See Matt doesn't think I'm fun. See your children think I'm fun. Well, I'm reasoning yeah, right. <laughs> to, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to them, and we're having fun talking. And if the audience is loving him, Matt thinks I'm, a, I'm no fun guy.
1: <laughs> nice. I, I can hear him yeah. laughing in the other room. That Matt Catrillo. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think it's great that they're here today. And Chad, thanks for filling in. Really appreciate it very much. And you know, for taking the time. Yeah, I know you'd get your children from school to bring them in and. We just wanted to make it a little more fun and worthwhile for them that they could come in and talk with us yeah. on the radio. And, hey, I, I was reading you were busy the other day.
1: I, um, Of course, I'm a native of Lewistown and was reading in the Lewistown Sentinel that you were at the uh, Mifflin County Sports Hall of Fame, their first uh, to-do or banquet or whatever it was the other day.
0: Yeah, it was the first class of the Mifflin County Hall of Fame. You know, they, they'd kicked this around for years. And they decided that, okay, let's do it. They had enough financial backing to do it. Ralph Baker, who played on the Super Bowl champion New York Jets with Joe Namath. I mean, Ralph was in the NFL for 11 years. And Dave Bradley, who played for four years with the Packers, and he also played a year um, with, I think it was the Falcons, and one year in the World Football League. And, um, And also Fran Fisher. You know, among the five inductees that were put in the Lewistown girls basketball team that won back-to-back state championships in '97 uh, and '98 were put in, and so they asked me to be the guest speaker at this event, with the hook being that Fran Fisher was going in. As and Fran had called, I mean, Fran called everything in Lewistown. He called basketball. He called football. He he called little league games when they you know when teams made little league runs in the tournament or Ruth baseball runs see so it's one thing about fran fran made everything sound important it wasn't you know he made every game that he did whether it's a little league game or the sugar bowl sound the same because fran loved people and he loved broadcasting sports and so they asked me to go there and speak on sunday so i did it was interesting, you know, I got up, I spoke, you know, I talked about how how it's a tone-setting first class, how important it was that they were the first class. I explained that you know, my old friend Peter King is one of the 46 voters for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and they can only select five every year, and it's difficult every year for them to select five. Imagine how difficult it was to select the first five for this Hall of Fame. And I talked about what a great announcer Fran was. Not, you know, Fran Fisher, the personality everybody loved. Fran, the personality, Fran working in the room, Fran with the one liners, uh, Fran going out of his way to help somebody else all the time. Uh, Or they'll talk about, you know, how, how excited Fran got on the radio. I rarely. About what an actually great announcer he was. No, it's his ability to call a play, his ability to inject the right tone of passion in a play, uh, and the accuracy with which he called the play. To go with all the other traffic he had to take care of, and how he formed the network in so many ways, and how he went station to station to help form the network. I mean, uh, about how he helped put together the lion logo that you see. That's 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 his baby. That's up there. I, you know that that how enduring that is. Uh, Fran meant all of that, and that's why I was, you know, I want, you know, I want to inject all of that along the way. I also didn't want to make my speech too long, as I pointed out. I said, you can come here to see the guest speaker; you can't here to see the inductees. So I kept it to about five minutes, maybe five or six minutes. But
1: yeah,
0: they didn't realize the paper wrote anything up about it. They did, and they're they're
1: actually uh, doing a series of articles now. Um, on some of the inductees I think um, Baker was in today I think I saw so yeah pretty
0: cool I mean look Ralph I did say in my speech that in the lineage of linebacker you you can really trace the roots of it to Ralph Baker with the Jets and Dave Robinson with the Packers they're really the two that on the NFL level made it take off and in the AFL championship game against the Oakland Raiders at Shea, offensively the big play of that game was a touchdown pass that Naaman threw perfectly over the shoulder to Don Maynard. But the play of the game was in the fourth quarter when Daryl LaMonica swung a, what he thought was a swing pass out to Charlie Smith, and the ball was thrown backwards. And the ball, you know, hit the frozen turf there. And Ralph was the only one that was aware that it was a fumble, and he picked it up. And then the Colts are trying to get going to start the second half of the Super Bowl, and and Ralph recovered a fumble. I think Tom Addy fumbled. And this is right when, um, you know, when the Colts, you know, oh, that's it, we're going to make all the adjustments, we're going to come back, we're going to do whatever. And guess what? Uh, he made sure they didn't. Dave Bradley had a uh, J- Dave Bradley was one of uh, Jack Ham's teammates, and ended up, you know, he was always that the hardest worker out there all the time. He was always the one in the off season in Lewistown that set the tone to get ready for the next. Season pushed everybody, you know, and then you know, and then, you know, uh, uh, and it's not every sport that's like that. Cindy Baxter, for example, Cindy Baxter was an absolutely phenomenal world class racquetball player, world class, yeah. You know? Penn Highlands, Lock Haven, I mean, she was basketball, softball. And Cindy Back's world-class, I mean, got to be world-class in racquetball. Like, I'm talking, like, representing the United States. And so she was one of those that was honored as well. Tim Thompson played in the major leagues with the Brooklyn Dodgers, the Detroit Tigers, you know, what, 15, 16 years? And that was... uh, no, that was great. It was great. and then of course, they honored the uh, the, uh, the Lewistown back to back state championship teams.
1: And Fran, I was trying to remember the other day Fran did two stints as the um, announcer on the network. Um, He was paired with George Paterno, I think, the second time. Who was he with the first time?
0: Uh, He started out one season with Mickey. Then he went nine seasons with Jim Tarman, and he went three seasons with John Grant. That was his first time through. He was the third guy from 66 to 69. And then in seventy he took over as the play by play announcer. Yeah. Uh and and I meant what I said, you know, I mean, you know, no matter who occupies that chair, I think I think Fran is forever the voice of the Nittany Alliance. That's how I feel about it, so Other people may have a different feel, and I respect that. But Okay. We will take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment. See, I thought thought what I made was a fun speech the other night. Matt doesn't think I'm fun. (laughs) You know, I can talk to children. I can talk to you. I can talk about a friend, but but I'm not a fun guy. I'm not a fun guy.
1: I disagree with Matt, but...
0: okay. Do you want to know how I started the speech? Yeah. Yeah. I got up, I said, I said I want to have a quick show of hands here in the room. I said, just be honest about it. I said, how many of you have the ability to count to four? I said, no, come on, put your hands up. Everybody put their hands up. And there was, at the, the master of ceremonies had his notes to the left, because I got up, I didn't have a... I had lived my speech. All right. But and he had his notes up there, and I picked up the paper. And said that's really great. I said I have an application here to be an SEC official, and all of you have qualified. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment as we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. County UCHF Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame. I'm glad Mifflin County's doing it. I think it's, I think people have to appreciate their heritage, and they have to appreciate the greatness that comes from an area. This country has become so coast-centric that the reality of it is that is lost on so many people, that the heart and soul of this nation is in what they refer to as flyover country, where communities are close-knit together Friday night means something to them in the fall a wrestling match between two high schools means something to them taking your calls at 800-795-9565 this is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK now from the Sunbury Motor Studio here's Steve Jones Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai. Best in new inventory. Great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Sales staff that's going to work with you and want you to get the best deal and want you back as a customer for years. And, of course, a fabulous service department to back it all up. It's all at Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Care routes 11 and 15, almost and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. Uh, I was talking before about the Mifflin County Hall of Fame. I hope every county goes about and does this. And here's the reason why. I think it's really important to remember our history, our heritage, and to be proud of it. I think that's really important. And the number of people, for example, that have called in over the years who have great memories of something that's happened here in the Valley sports-wise. I remember um, people calling in when John Cheney passed away, and they'd be talking about how when John Cheney would play basketball in this area, for example. It's part of our heritage. Great Friday night high school football games, a great wrestling game match or bout that took place it is always great to embrace our present, look forward to the future, but celebrate our past because there's a lot to be proud of in the past and Every once in a while it is good to take a breath and realize the great heritage we have. As I mentioned earlier, this country, for whatever reason, you know and, and there's some beautiful places. there's no getting around. I mean, I love the coast like anybody, but it's become so coast centric. You know Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Washington, you keep going down the coast boom all the way down to Florida, Jacksonville, I know Orlando's more in the middle, but, you know, Miami, right? San Diego, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland's close enough to the coast, so is Seattle. Very coast-centric to the point where we get referred to as, quote, flyover country. Okay. But in reality, flyover country is, in my opinion, and I told this in my speech to the Mifflin County Hall of Fame group, Flyover country is part of the heart and soul of this country. The camaraderie, the sense of community. It doesn't mean we agree on everything. But boy, when it comes to neighbor helping neighbor, you're going to find people here are going to go out of their way to help their neighbor no matter what. And they don't sit there and say, hey, who'd you vote for? When they need you, you're there. That's the part of being the heart and soul of it. Doesn't mean you can't have differing opinions. People have differing opinions. But this is the heart and soul of this country is what they call flyover country. This is where people come together on a Friday night to watch a high school football game. They do it maybe because their children are involved, maybe they're in the band, the cheerleaders, the color guard, dance team, right? or they want to run the concession stand, or their son is playing the game, or you just go to games year after year because this is your hometown team. It's part of the heart and soul and the fabric that makes up the heart and soul of the country. That goes out, hey, let's go to that wrestling match tonight. You know, I can't wait. Hey, that kid looks like he's got something. He may, he may be at a place else moving forward. Or to a girls' or boys' basketball game. We talked about the Lewistown girls winning back-to-back titles because that was the team that was honored the other night. But we should be proud of our heritage. And what these Hall of Fames also do is they send a signal to young people that you can grow up in Sunbury you can grow up in Sealance Grove you can grow up in Lewistown you can grow up in Lewisburg or Mifflinburg and you got a shot at being big Ralph Baker played 11 years in the NFL Ralph Baker won a Super Bowl with the Jets and he wasn't a big player for the Jets It's like he wasn't a bit player at Penn State. He made two of the biggest plays the Jets had when they won that Super Bowl year. One in the AFL championship game and one in the Super Bowl itself against the Colts. And Dave Bradley played in the NFL. And Tim Thompson spent 15 years in the majors. Fran was the voice of the Nittany Lions, all out of small towns all out of small towns. As a small-town person, do not think small. Think big. If you have the work ethic to go with the talent, you can do it. And that's really important for young That's why these Hall of Fames are so important. They send that message to young people. They send that message to young people. that if you're a parent sitting at one of these things you can look at your daughter and you can look at your son and say you know what it doesn't matter that we live here and not New York it doesn't matter that we live here instead of Washington you can still make it because look at all these people they made it talent, hard work, perseverance dedication to craft you have a shot doesn't matter where you grew up and that's why i am so for these hol- now and, and it's difficult to do i mean for them a long list of people for example junior powell was a fabulous player at penn state in the 60s but Junior's not a part of the initial class but this is just the beginning he'll eventually get in but it was great to get he presented cindy baxter But it's the same story for everybody. Look at all, you know, each area has incredible achievers. And we need to celebrate the achievers. And by celebrating the achievers, we send a signal to young people that you, too, can be fortunate enough with hard work, dedication, perseverance. You, too, have a shot in life, too. As I mentioned, the country is so coast-centric. People only think you can make it by going to New York. No. You don't have to go to New York to make it. You don't have to go to Philly to make it. D.C. you know, to make it? No. Well, I'm, I'm only a kid from... There's no such thing you're only a kid from. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as only... You may not have the means, maybe, that somebody else has. That I understand. But don't ever think you don't have a shot. You do. You definitely have a shot. You have people that, from the past, have shown that you, you can get your shot. That's why these hall of, Halls of Fame, to me, are so important. Center County Hall of Fame, Blair County Hall of Fame, Mifflin County Hall of Fame. Because it not only honors the past, and it honors... The greats from a particular area. They also show young people you can come from a particular area, and guess what? You can make it big. And that's what I like about that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, wrap it up in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKLK. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Saturday's a noon kickoff, 10.30 of the year. It's time here on News Radio 1070 WKOK as Penn State takes on Villanova, looking for their fourth straight 1-0 to get them to 4-0 and on the season. So that's what they're looking to do on Saturday. Wisconsin will take on Notre Dame. That will be at Soldier Field Saturday. Jack Cohn, formerly of Wisconsin, will start at quarterback. You have a lot of stories like this. Uh, the uh, what's interesting is um, is that you have so much movement now in college football. Cohn. Had been the starting quarterback, then he got hurt in the preseason. When he did get hurt in the preseason, um, uh, that's when Graham Mertz took over. And Cohen had the broken foot and just couldn't play. Well, it was obvious moving forward that Mertz was going to be their guy, so Cohen transferred. Now the one that bothers me is the Charlie Brewer thing he, you know, I was just talking about messages um, about halls of fame messages that get sent to young people you know you can come out in Gemane and you could end up being the head football coach at Penn State yeah. you know James Franklin. Didn't have, you know, what you call the greatest start in life. Incredible mom. And he's a head football coach at Penn State. Hard work, dedication, perseverance. Nobody outworks this guy. Now let's go to the other end of it. At the first sign of adversity, you quit. And that's what Brewer did with Utah. You know, he transferred in from Baylor. 39 career starts at Baylor. Okay. Starts three games at Utah. As soon as he loses his starting job, he puts himself in the transfer portal. That's the message you want to send? You know, the old, we can kid around with the old joke when I say, I ain't starting, I'm departing? Okay? Yeah, that's a nice joke, and it's a nice, you know, one-liner. But... That's it, I'm done? I'm quitting. Okay. Dallas Gant put his name into the portal as well. The uh, reserve the backup linebacker for the uh, for Ohio State did the same thing. But it's just so glaring. I'm not starting, I'm leaving. So your first sign of trouble instead of fighting to get your job back or being available where you get a second chance. So I mean let's let's go with with uh, Jalen Hurts. Hurts, you want to know why he's so universally respected by people? He could have done that at Alabama when Tua took the job. And he hung around, he hung around, he hung around, he kept working his craft, kept working, kept working. And then in the SEC championship game against Georgia, when they needed him, he stepped in, and to his credit, Put together an outstanding performance that lifted Alabama to the win in the SEC title game. When called upon, he was ready. He never complained. He didn't backstab anybody. He didn't secretly go to the media. He didn't leak anything. He just went about his business, his work, kept himself ready. When he was ready, he then put together a football-defined heroic performance. That's why he's universally respected. Now, at the end of the year, he ended up transferring to Oklahoma. He had it. He got his degree. He got his degree from Alabama. He's done everything he could have. That's the guy that should be able to transfer anywhere he wants. That's not the way the rule is now, obviously. But Jalen Hurts, quote, did it right And because he did it right, he is universally respected by people. He's respected down in Philadelphia. You give him all the credit in the world for doing that. And the way he went about it, and the way he handled himself, the way he conducted himself, the way, you know, as a college athlete, was a real, quote, pro about it. And then you see this. Uh, Three games, I'm done. I'm not starting? All right. First sign of trouble, I'm quitting. That's the message you send to the youth of America? Instead of hanging in there for the good of the team, you know, it is a tough. He may be called upon to suddenly rescue them out of a game or maybe rescue the season. You don't know. it's a it's a different time there's no getting around it you have so many people that have solid backbones out there and then you got some other people that don't now I'm getting out of here okay not the way that we were brought up probably not the way a lot of you were brought up Different times in college sports. Different times. Uh, by the way, it was a top, obviously a top recruit that made his in basketball that made his declaration. That obviously I've known since he was small, and people have said to me, "How come you haven't talked about him declaring?" And this individual ended up going to Duke, you well, know, or verbally to Duke. I can't specifically talk about any player, even at a verbal commitment, until they've actually signed. It's an NCAA violation. That's why you haven't heard me talk about. When he does, when he officially does sign the letter of intent, then I'll talk more about it. Now, but that won't be until November, until it happens. That's when I'm allowed to do it. It's not like I'm some secret society. It's just I can't talk about anybody, even if they else. It's still, a, it's still a violation. They're still quote a recruitable athlete until they actually sign. So if you're wondering why I haven't said anything about it, that's why I haven't. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I do have to bring that up just to remind everybody, okay, there are a couple of parameters I do have to work with. Um, all right. Tomorrow, Ray Dittinger is going to be on the show. Yeah, and also our high school football roundtable. Shikolimi is looking for its second straight win. They've got Jersey Shore. The Ellen's girls looking for its third straight win. That's great. So we'll have some positive things to talk about tomorrow. Now, of course, the suit's going to Jersey Shore. I mean, Chad. I don't know if you know the background on that. They but do they like ago, him up there? On, no, years ago on this show. He he's up there bashing the the Jersey Shore program for the lack of consistency, and I'm saying like I don't think you want to say that. And Jersey Shore has been really good since the day he said it. I mean, it's up on the bulletin board. It's up on the bulletin board. Motivation. Well, I'm I'm just telling you that the Chief, by the way, beloved at Jersey Shore. Beloved. But it's not enough to overcome this problem. And it's a problem. The suit was very blunt, very blunt about how he felt, and the good people, I mean the great people of Jersey Shore, have not forgotten the diss. They know who he is. So we'll have our high school football... preview tomorrow, our roundtable, and the legendary Ray Dittinger, the greatest ever, a legend upon legend. He'll join us at 435 tomorrow. Great to have you with us today, brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors key routes eleven and fifteen and almost and online at SunburyMotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK.